Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real phony gon' recognize, still, still recognize with. Like we always do with this time, I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the KIRP Radio Show. I'm your host, Pudgy. You guys know what it is. Every week we do this show every Sunday, 8 p.m. live. Try to bring it to you guys. Nothing but the truth. So help us, God. And we definitely try to hold it down for all the listeners out there. So shout out to all the listeners out there, man. I appreciate you guys rocking. I appreciate you guys rocking with this on this Sunday. It is March 18, 2012, 8 p.m., a little 8.04 p.m., a little bit after 8 and uh, every Sunday we do the show at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We also do the show every Wednesday in uh, L.A. and in D.C. That's a delayed broadcast, folks, on WMMG, 500 a.m. through 1600 a.m. on your radio dial. So definitely check that out. But um, 
if you're listening on, and I know we got a couple of emails about this, and so I'll try my best to uh, get it out there more, so fe- so folks will know what time it is. And um, if you listen to the broadcast, the delayed broadcast, you may only get one hour of the show. Um, that's all we allowed it. That that you know, that's all we get. So it's best just to check the replay, or you can check us out on iTunes, or you can check us out on the website, which is kirpradioshow.com. Uh, log on there and, uh, you know, check out some of the things we have on the on the site. You can also log on to us on uh, Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash KIRP Radio Show. We're on there. We're always interacting on the Facebook and on the Twitter page, which is at simple KIRP Radio Show. So you can also find us on Twitter. Interact with us. Let us know how you feel about some of the topics that we got going on and uh, some of the things that I might have pissed you off with, some of the things I might have said during the show. You know, nobody's one, – one thing about this show – uh, I don't impose uh, my righteousness on other people. For example, I don't think that everything I say is correct. I, I believe everything that I say, but I can't sit here and tell you that every idea that I have, every thought that I have, every single thing that I believe is, is absolutely correct for everybody. But one thing I can hope for sure is that Jesus' principles can work for everybody, is for everybody, and should be for everybody. So I don't uh, – one thing about my religion, I don't sit down. I don't sit down on my hands. Uh, I don't hold it back. It is what it is, but you don't have to like it. You know, we can disagree, and that's cool by you. Not cool by me, but it's cool by you. We can disagree about, you know, my principles in Christ. But uh, one thing for sure is that I don't uh, I don't refute it. it. It is what it is. It's proof that's me, and that's a part of me, and I don't argue it. We don't have to argue about religion at all. That's something that I believe wholeheartedly is true, and I always will believe it's true. So, you know, it is what it is. But tonight we got a good show for you folks. We have a beautiful show. Um, we're gonna. We, it's basically open mic, so you know, do what you do. Make sure you guys call in, and for all the listeners that are online and on iTunes and and on the other various uh, outlets that we're on uh, via internet, you can also check us out um, by dialing in on your mobile phone or your iPhone or whatever you might have, but on, on your home phone, six one nine. Six three eight eight five five nine. You could also just call that number just to listen to the show. You don't you don't have to call and think that we're gonna uh, buzz you on. We're gonna put you on automatic. We're not that type of show. We don't do that. There are a lot of folks who listen to the show via phone line, and I appreciate it. But one thing for sure, if you have a excuse me, if you have a comment, make sure you press make sure you press number one. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm tongue twisted here. I'm reading emails as we go along, but make sure you press number one if you got a comment, and we'll try to get you on as soon as we can and uh, let you express your feelings about any issue that me that we may be talking about or anything that we're doing. Um, tonight's show, uh, we're going to talk about a few things uh, in no particular order. Uh, we're definitely going to talk about the judicial system, the legal system, if you will. Um, it seems that to me, th- th- these are my personal views, but it seems like to me that uh, legally, according to the way the laws are, sc- are sculpted now, that we're guilty before proven innocent. I think that we're guilty before proven innocent according to uh, the judicial system today, the legal system today. Uh, and, and I know it's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, but it's really not that way if you really think about the scope of things and what's going on. So, you know, we're going to talk about that. We're going to go over that. If you got a story that proves this theory correct, by all means, hit us up, 619-638-8559 is the number. Hit us up. Let us know how you feel about it. Also, um, number two topic of the night in no particular order, when you call in 
you know, whatever topic you want to talk about, you know, leave your comment, whatever. We can discuss it. We can debate it. We're going to flip-flop a lot. So normally we have a little better structured show. But tonight I just want to leave it open because it seems that sometimes we have folks call in and they talk about one topic and then they hear another one and they want to comment it again. And we have no way of knowing without them disconnecting and calling back in. So the second topic of tonight is has Christ lost his spot in America? Are we moving forward with our history with our principles of this nation and forgetting about the principles that this nation was built upon. So does Christ and Christianity have a spot in America anymore? That's another topic we're talking about. And the third topic of the night, which is probably going to be a hot topic, I imagine. I see people on the blogs already going in on it, on a hip-hop conservative blog. Um, George Zimmerman, uh, what happens when superheroes come to real life? They murder innocent children. That's what I think. That was my personal comment. That's what we put on the KRP radio site, online, on the Facebook. And, uh, you know, that's what I want to talk about. So if you guys don't know who George Zimmerman is, this is the man. This is the story of the 17-year-old kid that was killed in Florida um, in the gated community. This man was the was the uh, neighborhood watch, you know, the guy that carried the pistol. He followed this kid. He, he found him suspicious. He gunned this 17-year-old down, killed him. And, and left that kid for dead after the police told him you shouldn't be following him and please don't interact with this man. Just follow him and call the police. Uh, I'm sorry, just call the police and let them handle it. But, you know, we're going we're gonna to go into more detail about it. I'm going to read the story off to you guys. We're definitely going to get it in and talk about it even more because uh, it, it's a serious topic. You know, we don't need – we got to save that real-life hero stuff for the comic books. You know, we don't need a Batman out here. We don't need a Superman out here. Uh, we don't need a Spider-Man out here. So you got all these people who are, are, are nothing more than vigilantes, if you ask me. And, uh, you know, they're walking around neighborhood watch, carrying guns. You know, we don't need folks to be the police if they're not the police. And uh, so, you know, that's what that's what I want to talk about a little bit later, man. That That's what it is. Those are the three topics for tonight. Don't forget, folks, if you are listening via phone, you can also hit us up online and listen to the show at show. You can log on, interact with us, leave some comments, whatever you got to do. And if you got, if you get really pissed off and, and you really get, you're not in a situation to say anything, but you just want to send an email or send your thoughts, log on to us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash K-I-R-P radio show. Like the page, leave your comments. You can also hit us up by email. That's K-I-R-P radio at gmail.com. Leave your comments on there also and let us know how you feel about what's going on and we definitely need your comments. Coming up here in just four minutes, we have your girl Charlotte from stretchingyourbudget.com. Triad Super Savers is going to leave us some comments and let you guys know how to save a couple dollars and uh, she'll be up here in just a second. We got to go to a commercial. Folks, don't forget also, tell a friend about the K-I-R-P radio show site. Tell a friend about the show. Make sure you get your friends to call in and interact with us, too. We definitely want to hear all assumptions and all opinions that's out there, anything that you guys got to say, and we also give folks time to talk. So we'll be right back after this message. You're rocking with the KIRP Radio Show live with Pudgy, baby, at Simple NC Pudgy. That's me on Twitter. We'll be right back. Switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? 
Did the little piggy cry wee, wee, wee all the way home? Your home. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mrs. A. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Do you have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number, 336-675-4897. And don't forget... Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on... Are you a high school senior in a public high school in Durham County, North Carolina, or Orange County, North Carolina, and you're headed to a historically black college or university? Or are you a high school senior in Iredell County, North Carolina, and you're headed to Catawba Community College? If you meet any of these three qualifications, go to emmascholarship.org. Find out how you can get your free money for college today. E-M-M-A-Scholarship.org. For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists. Then. Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com. The number one online music tournament.
welcome back to the KIRP Radio Show. It's your host, NC Pudgy, baby, at NC Pudgy on Twitter. You can also hit up the KIRP Radio Show at symbol KIRP Radio Show. 619-638-8559 is the number. We got some topics for you all tonight, baby. So I hope you guys can join us. We're talking Zimmerman. We're talking religion in America. And we're also talking about being guilty before proven innocent. That's what I think. I think we're guilty before proven innocent. But right now, coming up live is the triad super saver herself coming to tell you how to save some dollars. It is Charlotte from Triad Super Savers. Charlotte, how are you tonight? Great. I feel like I'm on a game show. <laughs> <laughs> I went back to my Price is Right days for a minute, man. I, I felt like I was six years old with a big cup of tea watching The Price is Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, funny. That's a throwback. So how you been doing? Good. How are you? I am motivated. I am enthused. I just came back from D.C. again and uh, a bunch of meetings, you know, a bunch of bunch of meetings. But I came back from the Frederick Douglass Foundation uh, Leadership Summit. And uh, let me tell you, man, it was it was awesome, Charlotte. I promise it was awesome. It was very it was very motivational and, and being a person that tries to motivate people a lot, I, I needed that. That was like a refresher, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I had a great time, man. Shout out to Dr. Timothy Johnson, Frederick Douglass foundation chairman, and my man, Kevin Daniels, NC and all the other leaders out there, the Frederick Douglass foundation, by the way. Well, Excuse I'm me. glad you had a good time. That was, uh, are you going to talk about it more tonight? Um, I, I am, I am going to talk about it more tonight. Awesome. And, um, I think more people should uh, should join the Frederick Douglass Foundation and uh, should get involved with the things that they have going on because it's, it's very personal, it's very community, uh, it's, it's legislative as well, it's political. But at the end of the day, it's uh, it's God first. So um, you know, it, it's it's a good outlet, for folks. I think. So what's on your mind, or or, or how was last week? I got to ask you about your dinner last week. Well, it was a dinner with the girls again. We do it, we do it once a month because we all have a lot of kids, and it's hard for us to get away and just have girl time. So we we try to get together once a month. I don't always make it, but usually I hide in the bathroom or something and talk <laughs> to you guys whenever we're there. But <laughs> I had my daughter with me, so I was like, well, I just need to just probably take the time off. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's what's up. Yeah, you know, you're always welcome to take the time off that you need. That's cool. I, I think you should. That's cool that you guys actually get together and, and do that once a month, man. I, I think that's nice. That's a refresher as well, right? Exactly, yeah. It's just nice to get away and just, you know, stress-free, just hang out and talk and eat dinner. So. <laughs> cool. That's what's up. So um, what do you yeah. have for us this week? I know you got some good stuff for us, some meat, because I'm a meat eater. Some meat. Well, <laughs> I will say, though, um, I think that this week should be the week we should have our grocery challenge. Oh. This week? Let me see. I'll check my schedule. I'm checking it right now while you, while you do this okay. part. The reason why I say that is I know some of you guys have never even heard of a Harris Teeter store, but for those of you that live in the South, um, Harris Teeter is having triple coupon week this week. Starting on Wednesday, I'm letting the cat out of the bag early because that has not been released. So, um, yeah, triple coupons. That means they'll triple up to ninety nine cent base value. So if you have a seventy five cent coupon, it'll be two twenty five off. Uh oh. So yeah, I you're think it'll be a that. good time for our challenge. <laughs> you're gonna need that. I say let's do it. We'll get together, let's schedule a day and let's just do it because you're gonna need that. 
And um, I got to get see if I can find me a camera crew because I'm going to want everybody to see the unexperienced P-Real NC Pudgy beat up on the most experienced professional <laughs> saver of the coupon guru, Charlotte. I want everybody to see me whoop up on her. So, you know, it's got to be on camera. I got to have my cameras there. <laughs> I, call her. I better be prepared. Yeah, you got to be ready because I'm going to have, like, coupons in my pocket. I'm going to have on a gun holster with coupons in it because shout-out <laughs> to all the uh, NRA folks out there, all, all my gun enthusiasts. But I'm going to have my gun holster with the coupons in it. But then again, I better not do that because they might think it's not. It, it don't matter. Either way, I'm going to beat up on Charlotte when we have this shopping challenge. Believe that. Believe it. See, see all this that I have to go through with you? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be worth it in the end whenever I beat you, so. Oh, so she now she's see she was folks just for everybody out there who don't know I char I challenged Charlotte to a shop off. So this means we're gonna go and and for other folks out there that don't know this is the innovator this is the creator of Triad Super Savers and StretchingYourBudget.com. So she's the coupon guru by the way she's the savings guru. But me little old me. I'm just, man, I'm just a regular guy that knows how to save some dollars. So we're going to go head-to-head in the supermarket with the cameras following us down the aisle, running, and I'm going to get more food than she's going to get, <laughs> or more items. Let's say more items off of what, what money? How much did we say? $10? I don't know if we put a limit. Oh, uh, yeah, we didn't well, set a limit yet. Why don't, why don't we ask the readers what or the listeners if you mean what, what the uh, limit should be, and then we'll have to go off what they say. All right, check it out. So everybody out there is listening. Here's what we need to know. Charlotte and I, we're going to have a challenge. You guys know the challenge, and it's going to be this week. So tonight, I need you to hit us up on the Facebook, the Twitters, whatever. Send the emails. Let us know. And you guys do a great job of sending emails, by the way. But let us know how much money we should set, what the limit should be. But it's got to be under $30. We want to make it. I mean, I want to see the sweat from her face. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to see her sweating like, I can't let Pudgy beat me because y'all know I'm going to win. Everybody out there know I'm going to win. So it is what it is. I'm going to show y'all how to live more frugal than what the frugal lady can show you. I've got to have some fans out there on my side here. <laughs> I We're think in your territory here, so <laughs> <You're> in trouble. <laughs> All right, so, so folks, y'all, gotta, y'all let us know how much money should it be. In uh in our shop off, send us an email. Let us know the Facebook pages, the Twitter pages, whatever you do, whatever you got. Let us know what time it is. I'm gonna let Charlotte get in some information while I text John to see if he can't put that up on the. Oh, he's already on it, my man. So um, Charlotte, what do you have for us this week? I know you got some goods. Well, I thought that I would talk about. Um, I know everybody's on a tight budget, so I'm gonna try to give you a few ways to shrink that budget in even more. I swear I need it. Um, you know, it's I need to save every dime I can get. So uh, let her rip. I got my pen and my pad right here in front of me. All right, cool. Um, so you know, there's so many ways that you can evaluate your budget and try to find ways that you can stop spending the, so much on things that just don't really matter. You know, little things like eating out is one of the huge things that we struggle with in our family. You would think as much grocery shopping as I do that we would have so much food that we wouldn't need to eat out. However, convenience sometimes takes over in our family, and we end up giving in to fast food. So, um, 
you know, eating out is, a, is one of the biggest ways that you can cut money. But you can also cut money on big purchases because those really have the most impact on your bottom line, you know, your bottom dollar. So making the best effort to save money if you're buying um, things like a home or looking into education loans, um, you know, large expenses that can have an impact over a lifetime, um, trying to find ways that you can get the best interest rate or, um, you know, there's certain different things that you can look into as far as, like, grants, you know, certain education um, funds. There are grants out there so that you don't have to take a loan out. You can, um, you know, you might qualify for a certain grant. Even with homes, there are certain, um, you know, grants that you can get with FHA, first-time homebuyer um, loans. There's all kinds of things that you should look into before you make a big purchase. Um, you know, you've heard me talk a lot about Dave Ramsey. We're teaching the class right now, his financial peace class, so it's fresh on my mind every Sunday because <laughs> that's the day we teach you. But, um, you know, he talks a lot about just making making sure that whatever you're spending, you're able to try to negotiate that, you know, it's not always don't think that just because they're telling you something is a certain amount that you can't try to negotiate and get a better price. Um, my husband and I, we are like master negotiators now because, you know, we don't we don't just walk in and, and just pay, you know. Um, cash speaks volumes. So if you walk into a store with cash, um, nobody carries cash anymore. So if you actually walk in and you're like, you know, I have – Let's say you're going to be buying a washer and dryer and um, you know how much you have to spend, let's say $400. Um, and you can walk in the store and, and say, you know, I have $400 cash. What can you do for me? You would be surprised what people are willing to do to get cash and not have to deal with credit um, because that's, you know, something they can tangibly have right away. So, um you know, don't just assume that because you're going in somewhere like a big box store that you can't bargain. Um, my husband and I, we went to H.H. Greg last year because we were going to get a big TV. We're breaking away from the old boxy kind of TV. And um, we went and knew exactly how much that we were willing to pay, what we wanted to get, I, and I had found a coupon that I had printed out. So... Uh, we go in the store, ready to go. We talk to the salesman. As soon as I pull out my coupon, he looked, his attitude totally changed. And, um, you know, he kind of got turned off and just basically walked away and didn't really want to help us because we were using the coupon. Um, so, you know, that's one of the negative things with coupons. However, you have to be willing to walk away. So you don't want to get emotionally attached with, a purchase that you're wanting to buy, you have to be willing to say, if I can't do what I set out to do, then I need to be able to just leave the store. So we left the store, and um, my husband, Ben, he got, uh, it kind of made him upset. So he called on the way home and asked to speak to the store manager. Long story short, um, we told him we weren't happy. He told us to come back, and we ended up getting a TV for the price that we had walked in anticipating to pay. So, um, you know, even if, they don't do something right away. There's always a chance down the road that you can still work out a price. So that was kind of off my topic. But, 
just don't be um, ashamed or whatever to to ask for a, a deal, because you know a lot of third world third world countries, you know, a lot of them bargain everything. It's market for bargaining. Um, you know, we've been to El Salvador and you negotiate. That's how you buy. Um, and here in our culture, we're just expected to pay whatever price it is. Um, so it's just kind of a different way of thinking. Another way um, that you could try to save some money on your, your current bills is to try to lower interest rates. So if you have, like, a really high interest rate right now but your credit is still stable, um, then try to refinance. There's a lot of banks that are doing in-house um refinancing, which means that they they don't charge additional closing costs for you to refinance. Um, I know state employees is one of those. If you're a member there, then they actually are, are doing their own in-house refinancing. Um, so you don't have to have any points against you, no um, closing costs and that kind of thing. So that it's almost like you're just saving yourself money for free. Um you know, lowering your food bills. You can look on our website right now, stretchingyourbudget.com, on the first page and see a bunch of restaurant coupons that we um, have partnered with another blogger and put together. So um, there's so many ways to save money and not just with groceries. Um, you know, I, I put up a list of free weekend activities at big stores around um, cities all over so that you can take your kids to do free crafts and that kind of thing. So um, those are just a few things. I know I'm talking a lot tonight. And um, I'll, I'll try to go over more next week. Um, so just some ways that you can impact your budget, like, immediately. So. Whoa. Get me on my tangents. I just, like, go. <laughs> nah, I mean, it's cool. I, I had – here's the thing. When you, have, when you bring coupons, uh, I guess here's a question because that kind of got me buzzing a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. when these retailers, when they give off these coupons and they expect us, do, do they really expect us to bring the coupons in or not? Because it seems that there's a stigma with having coupons at the checkout. Either either the cashier doesn't want them or they don't want to take mm-hmm. so many of them and they have a problem with double coupons or what. I mean, so I know the benefit is saving money and the reward is saving money, but do the retailers really look at them as a negative thing? Um, well, you'll find, like, management that is okay with it, but you'll have the people that actually are handling the coupons are the ones that have the issue. Um, I think a lot of the issue stems from the fact that people, there are certain people that use coupons and they take advantage of it and mm-hmm. they, um, you know, abuse coupons and their policy and the way that they should be used. And so that leaves a negative connotation for all of us that do it the right way. Um, and also, you'll find in a lot of the big box stores like that, most people are not going to be coming in with a coupon. So they don't have, um, I guess, the same idealization that, you know, coupons are out there to bring people into the store. They see it as, oh, they don't have money or whatever. So I think that it's it's a different role depending on what, what kind of store you're shopping in. Um, but for grocery stores, I know there's just a lot of people that abuse coupons in the way that they should be used. Um, you know, there's a lot of coupon fraud out there right now. Um, so it's just, you know, I, that's why I kind of push knowing the stores that you go to 
um, so that you don't have those kind of issues. Like, I go to the same grocery store every time that I go. That way I know the store's policy, I know the cashiers, I know the management, and I know that I'm not going to run into any of those kind of stigmas. You know, I don't have cashiers that are going to look down on me because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're used to it and they know that this is just part of their store. Um, A big kudos to Harris Teeters. I know that this is not not a um, nationally known store, but they push the use of coupons. That's what drives business into their stores. Gotcha. Um, Whereas there's another local store in the area that um, is smaller, and they've tried to do the double coupons, and they're not successful because they don't, um, I guess, market the way that, that Harris Teeter does because they, they're more familiar with it. So, you know, it's just the difference in the types of stores. So, yeah. But nine times out of ten, I don't have any trouble with coupons. Mm. But I didn't tell you that story to, like, sway you. I just told that story to show that it's okay to ask for a deal and uh, do some negotiation. But if it doesn't work out, be okay with walking away and don't let that defeat you. You know what I mean? I'm, so many people yeah. just get defeated by it. And no doubt. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm an advocate for coupons, man, because I, actually since <laughs> you've been coming on the show, I mean, really, since you've been coming on the show, I will say honestly that you have affected my household. You've affected my life. You've actually changed our lives for the better because we actually take the time to coupon now. And, you know, my wife did it before, and I just didn't pay attention to it. And I, and I really was clueless mm-hmm. about coupons. I had no idea, didn't care. I mean, occasionally, if I found something that came with the mail, I would grab a, a pizza coupon or, or something like that, and uh, you know, right. or I would give money to a fundraiser for the coupon booklet, and I wouldn't even use all of those. You know, I still got old coupon booklets mm-hmm. from '06 around here uh, where we didn't <laughs> use all the coupons, so I really didn't place a value to it. So I'll definitely say that you've actually changed our lives for the better, and I, and I definitely want to say thanks. And I know that you've made an impact on a lot of folks' lives on this show. We're sitting over 270-something thousand listeners right now, two mi- more than 2 million clicks. So that means, you know, more than 2.2 million people, almost 2.3 million people has heard your voice. So um, you've been making a difference, and I really appreciate it. So, you know, B.I.G., shout out to you for that, and please keep doing what you're doing, Charlotte. Well, that's good to hear. I mean, I guess, like, my ratings actually on my site have actually dropped. <laughs> so I was like, well, maybe people don't listen. So it's nice to hear that, you know, there's people out there that actually do, yeah. you know, well, benefit from – and that I'm not just doing it just to do it, you know, just because yeah. it's my passion. So well, he, here's something to keep in mind, though. Here's, here's something you should keep in mind, and it's a study that we get, and, you know, it goes from broadcasting, and we get all sorts of studies about the show. But here's something that I, I kept in mind and that I had to realize, too, because it does get discouraging when you see the numbers moving so slowly. We've been doing this for a right. year, and we, we're only at two, you know, over 2 million. But, you know, I thought it would take off faster than that because of the message and the things that we talk about seems to be the same things that people are talking about at work and on the street and at the gym and et cetera, et cetera, and that the news talk about all the time. And here's a chance for people to get their voice out, and they don't. So I was a little bit discouraged, too. and But... You know, we get emails from people, and, uh, you know, I get comments from people. And, you know, that time when the show couldn't come on when I was at the beach and we couldn't get the feed because it was live in D.C. And, you know, things mm-hmm. are just going wrong out there. You know, I got email from people saying, hey, you know, what's going on? You can't be doing this, right. you know. So, you know, it felt good at the same time. I'm like, sorry, I let you down. It won't happen again. 
but it, it was good that, you know, folks let us know and they interact and they spoke out about it. But just keep this in mind. If you list, if you look at local radio, and you got to think about local radio and all the people that they have in their target market, we're talking about some easily 10 to 20 million folks, okay? And they barely can get 20 or 25 people to call in for their contest. So that's why they're always mm-hmm. giving away things. So you got to put that in perspective, man, and know that, you know, the more numbers you have, the chance the chance for people calling in will be greater. But, you know, if, if local radio in the big box, you're talking about, you know, two to 20 million people listening to local radio, AM, FM radio, and they can barely get mm-hmm. less than 100 people to call in every three to seven days, that's something to think about. So, yeah, you know, don't sure. don't be discouraged about, you know, people not interacting. They're listening. I promise you they're listening. They're paying attention, and you are making an impact in their lives. So definitely keep doing what you're doing. And B.I.G., shout out to you for that. Sure, thank you. I appreciate it. Now, we're going to find out by the end of the show uh, what amount of money we're going to go into our little uh, our battle with. So you just All right. be prepared. I'm going to go hop on Facebook and see if I can get some Good numbers out for of you guys, though. <laughs> yeah, get your walking shoes on, because I'm, I'm going to kick bucks, Charlotte. I'm going to kick so, some bucks. So, no heels. <laughs> I guess I'm not going to be wearing any heels to the store, right? <laughs> Yo, you wear heels you want to. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, you know what? You yeah, should. Yeah, yeah, you're saying that so you can beat me. <laughs> well, no, you got to look good while you're in there, so put your heels yeah. on, baby. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> want you with your heels on. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, I, I know I don't normally ask you about the topics of the show, and I, and I got a few callers here, but I do want to ask you today because these top these topics um, they bother me. We're probably going to do a part two to this show because I got a couple of lawyers that's going to come on and talk about this too, and they couldn't be with us tonight. But um, I just got to ask you, uh, one of the topics are I'm asking a question: Are we really innocent until proven guilty, or are we guilty until proven innocent? Um, do you have a story about anything like that, or or, or what do you feel about that? Hmm, I've never thought about it that way. Well, Ben's the more political one out of the family, <laughs> so you're probably asking the wrong one. I should get him to come on here later. But um, I don't know. I think that a lot of times you can be guilty before proven innocent, but then there's many times that I think that our court systems are in, are corrupt, and so I think that a lot of times people that are actually guilty are let go just hmm. because maybe, um, you know, jails are overcrowded or it costs too much to keep them up for something that's petty. But, you know, they keep going back and doing the same crime. So I, I think it's a catch-22. But I really do feel that a lot of the court systems are very incorrupt. So I know I'm probably going to get lashed out <laughs> about that. But <laughs> I don't want any haters that are judges or anything. But, um you know, I just think that people should be given a fair trial, whether that be people that are, um, you know, guilty and let go or that people that are not guilty and they're, you know, charged. So I really think it needs to be reassessed. It needs to be actually fair, mm. not just who's going to get paid off or who's going to, you know, have to be let go because we can't afford to keep them up. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I can dig it. I, I agree. You know, I, I think there's something to be said about that. And I'm, I'm going to read off a couple of briefs here in just a few. But there is something to be said about um, the process. You know, I, I think the mm-hmm. process could be different. I also think that some of the laws can be different. But, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll go into that here. So um, 
throw the question out to Ben and maybe he'll call back and give us his take on it. He's he's already been in here talking in my ear. He's <laughs> he's like, tell him, tell him. I'm like, okay, do you need to get him? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'll, I'll, I'll try to have him call in in a little bit. That's yeah, definitely. Have a, I would I would love his opinion because Ben's a very stable guy in the mind. So you know we're gonna have some wackos call. I'm sure. But uh, I would love his opinion. So, uh, yeah, give it to him and let us know. Okay, I will. All right, thanks, Charlotte. Thanks for coming on. Have a good night. So, yeah, that was Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com, the triad super saver. Look for her on Facebook. You can also look for her on, excuse me, you can look for her on, on Facebook, and you can also look for her on Twitter. That's triad super saver, or go on the website. That's StretchingYourBudget.com. Com. There's coupons on the site. She does this for you guys, man. She's putting the info out there. She's trying to save dollars for you, not only for herself, but she takes the time and put the info on the site just for you guys so you can save money as well, too. So um, make sure you spend some time and show us some love. If you got a comment, hit us up on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash K-I-R-P radio show. Also, you can hit us up on Twitter at symbol NC Pudgy. That's my personal at symbol K-I-R-P radio show. That's how you hit the show up. Also, you can call in 619-638-8559 is the number. We'll be taking calls when we come back from this commercial break. Sorry I couldn't get to a few of you guys here in just a second, but we'll be right back. You're rocking with the K-I-R-P radio show. We'll be right back. Rock with us. NFL and United Way are inspiring kids to get healthy and more active. Join the Play 60 movement. Pledge to Play 60 today at liveunited.org. Do you have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do... Make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336 336- 214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques. 336-214-6427. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number. 336-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season. 
Sound Chew, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com. The number one. Scientific tests prove when you drink Dr. Pepper slow, the 23 flavors taste even better. For me, slow always produces a hit. That's a side thing. Is better. Trust me. I'm a doctor. Remember this number 9.8. That's not the time on the shot clock. For the seconds left in the game. It's not the number of times I will light you up. Nah, 9.8 isn't any of that. It's ounces. And that makes this the life ever. For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. That number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. Sixty thousand North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every one hundred ten children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at eight hundred four four two. 2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today.
remember that joint. Check the rhyme. Yeah, thanks for listening to the KIRP Radio Show. You're rocking with your boy Pudgy. Wilson NC, stand up, man. Got to give a shout out to all my people out there from and and out of, born in, living, whatever you want to call it. Shout out to all my Wilson Knights, all my Wilson people, Wilson NC, man. That's the place to be. We used to rock to this joint right here. We used to do the wop. Mm, mm, mm. I wish y'all could see me rocking this wop right now. Y'all can't, y'all can't rock this wop like this. Mm, mm. Okay, anyway, I was feeling it right now. But um, shout out to everybody out there listening to the KIRP radio show. You're rocking with the number one black conservative show online, Eastern North Carolina. We got that on lock. But we talking about the Eastern United States, Southeastern United States. We do it B-I-G. All you folks, I want y'all to give up and get your shout outs, man. Hit us up on Twitter. Alright? If you got a Twitter, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know about the shout outs. My man John is going to compile the list. I'm going to read it off around 9-30-ish. Uh, something like that. So you got uh, about 40 minutes to get your shout outs in, man. KRP Radio Show at symbol KRP Radio Show on Twitter. You can also add your shout outs on the Facebook page. You can add it on mine, which is KRP Radio Show. Or you can add it on the official KRP Radio Show page on Facebook. That's Facebook.com backslash KRP Radio Show. And that's how we do it, man. We do a B.I.G. I don't care what your shout out is. I don't care what you got to say. I just want you guys to give an official shout out to somebody you love out there, somebody you appreciate, somebody you're feeling, somebody you need to thank. I don't care if it's your favorite sports team. It is what it is. We just do shout outs. I appreciate it. Anyway, back to the topic of the show and all my iPhone listeners out there, by the way, I always forget you guys. My bad. WMMG, home of the KRP radio show. We're on iTunes podcast. That's iTunes podcast. The tag word is, or the keyword search is KRP radio and show. That's three words for you guys out there. Or you can put in KRP radio and you can be around looking like you're crazy until you find something. But I believe, and John just sent me a message and says, even if you put in KRP radio or KIRP, my bad, John, if you put in KIRP on iTunes, You'll get the show. All right. It's going to bring up a search of, he says, uh, 10 people, and I, you'll see my face. Yeah, that ain't funny. Anyway, the search will bring up 10 different shows, and you'll see my face on there. And John said, my fat face. I guess he's trying to say I'm getting fat, but I'm in the gym, baby. I'm working out. I'm trying to get good, and, you know, got to take care of my body because the summer coming. And, you know, in the summer, folks like to walk around naked. I don't like to walk around naked, but people like to walk around naked. So, you know. Got to be right for the summer in competition when I do have on my T-shirt. And not them little bitty clothes. You know you know what? For all the men out there, I just want to say, um, stop with the little bitty clothes, man. Well, y- y'all stop with the little bitty clothes. Will you stop? Please stop with the little bitty pants. Will you please stop with the little bitty shirts? Will you please stop with the little bitty jeans, the little bitty suits? Stop it not cute, man. I don't like it. You know? I don't like it. And I don't think the women like it either, man. I don't think the women like the little bitty clothes either. But anyway, this is not a clothes show. 619-638-8559. We're talking about some real deal topics here on the show. Um, we're talking about Zimmerman, and, and I'll get back to that in a second. We talk about Zimmerman. I call him the neighborhood vigilante. Um, we're also talking about uh, the law, the justice system. Are we really innocent until proven guilty? Or do you feel like I feel? Do you feel like we're mostly guilty and then have to prove our innocence? That's kind of what I think. Anyway, we've got a couple comments on that on the Facebook, too, by the way, and the Hip Hop Conservative blog. Um, and the other topic of the night is 
religion in America, is religion needed going forth in America? Because to me, it seems like um, religion is being forgotten about. And I don't mean just any religion. Let me get specific here for a minute. Is Christ Christ principles, Christ almighty, Christian religion, is it really needed going forth in America? Because a lot of things are happening. There's a lot of legislation that's even happening. There are a lot of people that are opposing old legislation because they don't think it's right. And we got a lot of court cases going on. So So all this stuff ties in together, the judicial system, the religion in America, and even the case where this neighborhood watch killed this young this 17 young man 17 year old young man killed this boy in cold blood with the gun on the side of his hip and that boy not having no defense on the side of him was not even doing anything wrong at all his name was Trayvon Martin this happened in Florida and uh I think it's Bayard Florida I I might be wrong I I'll get back to that but I know it happened in Florida and uh this 17 year old man son boy child Trayvon Martin was killed in cold blood by this man, uh, uh, Mr. Zimmerman, the neighborhood watch vigilante, I call him. So if you got comments on that, hit us up, 619-638-8559 is the number. I will love your comments on that. We're going to end, <coughs> excuse me, we're going to NYC out of the 917. We have Chaplin. You know what? We have a Frederick Douglass Foundation leader. Like I was telling you guys about earlier, Frederick Douglass Foundation, we're in the house. Chaplin, how are you? God bless you. How's it going? It's going beautiful because I just left the summit, and uh, like I was saying earlier, I'm ex- I'm inspired. I feel renewed. I feel new. I feel good. It's nice to know that we have people on our side that's rocking out here, that's holding us down, that's holding individuals down, and that believe like we believe. So I'm inspired. What about you? Well, I feel the same way, brother. Um, I feel that God is awakening the church and he's awakening people that are called by his name to make a difference in in the nation and in their own neighborhoods, in their families, in their educational system, in um, the fight for um, who's going to hold the soul of our nation. Mm. And I believe that when Christ enables us and, and, and charges us to be present to do what he wants us to do that we can revolutionize and there'll be a great awakening. Uh, so I am encouraged as well. We're here for such a time as this. We, you know what we are. And, um, you know, listen, before we get into the topics, I just want to, I want to, um, talk a little bit about the Frederick Douglass foundation before we actually get into the meat of things, because, I don't think there's a lot of people out here uh, in the general public. I think most all politicians know who we are, no doubt about it. But um, I want to know, can you let the people know what the Frederick Douglass Foundation represents and who we are? Well, um, when I became uh, a, a part of Frederick Douglass four years ago, I um, I said to myself, I'm a Christian I'm a one that, a person that wants to make a real difference, mm-hmm. and Frederick Douglass made a real difference in America. Absolutely, he loved God. He called it like it was. He did not back down. I think one of his um, one of his sayings is agitate, agitate, agitate. But when he says agitate, it's it's like don't back down from controversy. Use wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to speak the truth. 
and make a difference. As a matter of fact, he was used by the Lord to keep um, uh, Abraham Lincoln on the course of his own destiny because Mm. Abraham Lincoln was given a big mandate from the Lord to uh, free slaves and not leave them the way they were. And in the beginning, I understand that he was more of a politician than really listening to the Lord. So it was, it was that, that coming alongside of him. Frederick Douglass also believes that we are Americans. Sure. Um, he is uh, a man that said, I'm not a black American. I am an American. And mm-hmm. stop putting me in a box. And uh, my grandfather uh, was part black. As a matter of fact, um, he um, pulled on his hair one time and he said, you see this hair? This has caused me a lot of problems. And I said, but Grandpa, you know, the thing is that, you know, I understand your pain, but I've got to do what I need to do and and not be restricted. And I'm not saying, uh, like, when people see me sometimes, you know, I'm a Latina, I have the black roots, and uh, I look more, I I guess, um, very fair-skinned and everything. Someone Mm -hmm. even told me, pass for... um, Pass for Italian, and I said, no, I'm Latina. I'm not going to pass for Italian. <laughs> so I believe that Frederick Douglass, um, as he fought for his right to read, he learned to read from the Bible. He was very inspirational, and he was led in a no-nonsense um, way by the Lord to accomplish his destiny and to inspire people to greater heights. And that's why I believe that God is using the Frederick Douglass Foundation in a very unusual and extraordinary way. And anyone that um, either has a chapter in their area, please join. If they do not have a chapter, um, get in touch with Frederick Douglass Foundation. If you're inspired, you can start a chapter. It is not difficult. Mm, I know that, right? We couldn't get it. You can't get a better introduction than that, man. So if you guys, for more information, no matter where you are, um, you know, everybody is email savvy, everybody is computer savvy today, so make sure you log on to tfdf.org. That's the Frederick Douglass Foundation. Um, you know, all the information about how to join, what we do. Um, you definitely want to be a part of the annual leadership summit that we're going to have every year. Definitely be a part of something that's going on and making a difference, and that's the Frederick Douglass Foundation. Or hit me up, man, and I'll, I'll link you to the right people. You know, if you're inspired to do something and you're inspired to make a difference, let us know. We can work something out, all right? It's not all about money. Um, I think the membership is $10 a month. So, you know, if you got $10 a month, if you don't have it, hit us up and let us know, man. We'll take up – I got pennies around the house. We'll do something to make sure you guys become a member. You know, if we got to do a penny drive, we can do a penny drive. But we'll do what we can do to make sure you guys become a member because the numbers are needed and there's a lot of work to be done and we need your help. So, you know, Frederick Douglass Foundation, TFDF dot org um moving right along anyway moving right along um the topics of the show i don't know if you know what they are but we're talking about uh are we guilty until proven innocent um it seems like the system the way it's designed the way it's painted and the things that happen today is that a lot of times when we uh so-called or are accused of committing the crime chaplain it seems that we're guilty Mm. and we have to prove our innocence before we're set free and and this being a free nation that it is, I just don't understand why folks can't see that for what it is. It seems that we're guilty before proven innocence, but 
innocent, excuse me, but I just want to ask you and the other listeners out there, what do you think? And also, um, just two other topics that we're talking about, if, if you weren't for sure, um, I, and, and I know you read them, but I'm just going to rekindle them for people who just logged on. Shout out to all the, the new listeners, all the new callers out there, but the other two topics is Zimmerman. We're talking about this man who I call the neighborhood vigilante, George Zimmerman, the neighborhood watch captain who shot this young man, this young boy, this 17-year-old boy in cold blood in San Sanford, Florida. Um, Sanford police went to arrest Mr. Zimmerman. I, I don't know that they made an official arrest or not. Um, I know as of when I first read the story, he wasn't arrested. I know he had went in for questioning, but he is a free man right now after shooting this young boy in cold blood in the streets. So um, that's another topic that we're talking about. And the last one that we're talking about, well, well, in no particular order, does America need religion going forth? Because a lot of the legislation is attacking religion. A lot of people are going to court about some uh, legislation of old that was based off um, religious freedoms that were, were based off Christianity. And it seems like to me that the general public and the judicial system is attacking religion as if it's not wanted and specifically attacking Christianity. So I know that's a whole lot to swallow at once, but fire off at will. <laughs> well, be, before I begin with well, at least two topics of what you had shared, because I'm, I'm not, you know, there's, there's something I'm, I'm praying about. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to Dr. Timothy Johnson. Yeah. To, uh, who's our president of F, uh, FDF, um, to Reverend um, Dean Nelson, uh, Brother Troy Rollins, and also um, Brother um, uh, Kevin Daniels. They're our executive board, and I want to mm -hmm. make sure if they're listening, they know how much we appreciate their efforts and all the dedication that it has taken to keep the foundation going for these four years. Absolutely. So I want to Absolutely. do that. Amen. Amen. Now, in, in terms of, of the issue of religion and, and whether it's needed, we're in a culture war. We're in a war of, of you know, values in, in our, in our uh, nation. One side wants to totally disregard God, the values, and the morals that were the basic foundation of our nation. And the other side wants to do whatever is right in their own eyes, however they want to believe. They even want to uh, forget that God even exists or deny um, his existence. And, and that is found in humanism and it's found in the new age. They want to be their own gods. They want to have no responsibility to a God at all. Mm -hmm. And uh, what is happening in, in this culture war and we know it's spiritual as well. We don't fight against flesh and blood. But um, there are principalities that are warring in the heavenlies, one against the other. And the soul of the nation is at stake, especially during this election. Um, the thing is that if we do not have a standard for morality, uh, for um, justice, like you said, Pudge, Brother Pudgy, if people are just doing things that are right in their own eyes, they will shoot a young man without making sure whether he is dangerous or not. Um, uh, they will take the law into their own hands. Um, they will believe that people are, are guilty instead of uh, innocent at, until proven guilty, which is the basis for our law system. Mm -hmm. People can no longer 
believe that they can be a law unto themselves, and um, and that's why the society is turning upside down. They've been teaching our children in the schools, indoctrinating them, saying that everything is relative. And if everything is relative, then God's morals, his principles, and his standards that were the basis for our society are being chucked out of the window. So I believe it's not so much that we need religion. We need a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ so that Mm -hmm. he can empower you to live the life he's destined you to live and to be able to withstand a lot of the challenges But when you love God, you will want to obey his commandments. You will do the things that are right, and his Holy Spirit will empower you to accomplish that. Life is not easy, and you need the Lord to really empower you to live the life that is right and moral and just, and then the nation can turn around. Why, why, just just thinking about a few things that are going on around the country, um, why are people attacking religious freedoms today? It, it, like the church and state issue is a big issue right now because you got Rick Santorum, excuse me, you got Rick Santorum going around here and uh, his total campaign, and, and I don't mean to get in politics with this, but his total campaign is based off social issues at this point. And every since his campaign has made that turn, there are a lot of conservatives, there are a lot of Republicans, there are a lot of independents who don't like that. Um, they're just not feeling it. They're, they're saying that you shouldn't be talking about social issues. So looking at the things that are happening today, in your opinion, why why are people attacking uh, uh, religious freedoms today? Or, or do you believe they're attacking religious freedoms today? There is definitely a war on religion. Mm-hmm. You either have God as the um, one nation under God and divisible with liberty and justice for all, or you have government as the God of the nation. And I believe that there has to be a move uh, to eliminate God and his influence, like taking out the Ten Commandments, not allowing people to pray in public, um, doing a lot of things that are against our Constitution so that this other form of existence where you're the ultimate, the government is the ultimate um, arbiter of everything, has to come. So when it comes to Rick Santorum, they want the, – the media is not unbiased. I'm sorry. It is, it is at the point where they are cooperating with a liberal, a liberal uh, mindset in this nation that doesn't even love America and doesn't want to even um, obey God's laws. So everything that he puts up is, is knocked down. Like, for example – he had said something about um, contraceptives. Isn't it funny that the media just said he wants to eliminate all contraceptives? That was a blatant lie. He had said, I support Title X, mm-hmm. which is the, the uh, provision that um, provides uh, contraception and other uh, services for those that are, do not have the funding but he does not support taxpayer-funded abortion on demand. Mm -hmm. And that is already in our law. So there's a big campaign to just to try to vilify him and make him and other Republican candidates like demons. Like, you don't want them in power because they're going to take away your your, um, contraception. That's not what he had said. He just said he doesn't want massive contraceptions in the hands of young people 
because people, you know, have a responsibility. And these contraceptives they're giving them, condoms are 15% failure rate, my brother. Mm. And there's a lot of other things that are being perpetrated on our own use. STDs are, if condoms was, was the answer to giving out condoms, we'll, we'll stop everything. Why, why is the STD rate up? Why is the AIDS um, rate up? Why is it that young people are having much more um, uh, pregnancy out of wedlock? Okay, and then Rick Santorum, if you look up Rick Santorum, I think it's dot com mm-hmm. or even Google Rick Santorum, he right. has an excellent energy policy. He has an excellent e- e- um, plan for the economy to lower your taxes and to increase job creation. But because they want to disqualify him in the liberal media, they only um, talk about his social. And, and, you know, sometimes people are not perfect when they express uh, an opinion. So they're going to, you know, harp on the thing that could be turned around. And I'm telling you, this morning in our service, the evil one wants to turn things around and twist words. But the intentions, I believe, of Rick Santorum's heart is to be a man after God and to do the right thing by our nation. Wow. I, personally, I, I think I think we're faced with... Uh... I think we're faced with a new America who really wants to do what they want to do when they want to do it. Mm-hmm. It's it's like exactly. we're in an America where no one wants to account for their wrongdoings. It, when it, when it comes religiously now, religiously I'm talking about, but not even mm-hmm. not even judicially, you know, in in a certain mm-hmm. aspect of things. Um, you know, who wants to pay for a speeding ticket, right? Who wants to pay for a parking ticket? Even if we know we're wrong, no one really wants to pay for these things. But there's a certain degree of people today that have taken those little small uh, uh, iniquities, if you will, or, or those little small mishaps that we, we understand we're wrong about. We know that we're wrong, but we don't have to pay, but we're going to pay because we realize there's a moral inside conduct. There's a moral understanding that inside that we know we got to pay it even if we don't want to. So when you take society, when you take that train of thought and you apply it on a larger scale and you apply it to society as a whole, there's people who don't want to account for things when it comes to a moral code which was built upon by religion in America. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what we're faced on. I think that's what we're faced with. We're faced with the people who uh, don't want to deal with anything religiously because we know that that's going to call us out on our stuff. That's going to tell us, hey, you know, you're mm-hmm. wrong. This. this is not right by God, and it's not right by the, by the founders, you know, the people, the founders that made the law in, in replication of, of God's law. So with these type of people in power, with these type of people leading the way, these type of people being the voters, folks like you and I who believe in traditional values don't really, I'll say we don't stand a chance, but in some respect, I also think it's uh, – you know, just to be honest, I I think it's written. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's well, too You know, the, the Lord said to occupy until he comes, and it isn't over until the Lord says it's over. And, yes, God said that it will be dark and darker in the days. Mm-hmm. But it's darker because God wants to draw people unto himself. And now we have to choose whom we will serve. Will we serve God or will we serve our own selfish ambition, desires, and our own ways? See, the thing is that God wants to give us um, liberty, 
but liberty without what is called license, okay? We have responsibilities in, in our lives, and, and God wants to have people respond. If you, have, if you do something, there's a consequence. If there's a seed that you're sowing into evil, you will reap evil. If there's a seed you sow unto righteousness, you will reap righteousness. That's and right. even even in the in the case where someone like say gets arrested, I tell you, my brothers and sisters, Latinos, blacks, Asians, whoever's listening, you try first with the respect part, um, with the authorities. There's a certain way to approach authorities when you're in that situation. And then the second thing is if you know that somebody's gonna be doing something wrong, don't be in the in the wrong place at the wrong time because you're inviting the ravages of the enemy who wants to steal, kill, and destroy your destiny. You don't try to think you're invincible, nor do you hang out with people that are going to lead you in paths that are going to cause you to go to prison Mm -hmm. or get into another situation that can destroy or even kill you. You have to make right choices, and God can help you make those right choices, and God can lead you to have friends that will lead you in right paths, and you can have accountability with one another. You know, we have to choose at this time. And God says, also, those who obey me, it's in Exodus. I think it's Exodus um, 13. Mm -hmm. There are consequences for a nation. If you obey God, you will, the nation will reap certain things. If you disobey God, there will be certain judgments. So we have to look into the word of God and not be biblically illiterate, not be afraid of that Bible. Ask the Lord to give you understanding and get a version of the Bible that you can understand so that you can look at what God says about certain things. And I'm telling you, it's a handbook for life. It's God's love letter to the people that are here, and he wants them to search him out. And he wants them to test him and sure. see if what he says in his promises is not true. Wow. That's a lot. So I hope people out there are listening to that, man, because that's, that's some major knowledge right there. 619-638-8559 is the number. I'm on the air with Chaplain Viv from the Frederick Douglass Foundation, <laughs> by the way, out of NY. See you when you get there. Um. KRPRadioShow.com, yada, yada, yada. You guys know what it is. Okay, I got to do the call letters. My bad. KRP Radio, home of the WMMG, KRP Radio Show, the number one black conservative radio show, Southeastern United States. Hit us up, fam. We on the line. We want to know um, more about your feelings and your thoughts on this guy here. George Zimmerman, shooter of the unarmed team, Trayvon Martin, this guy, I don't even know what to say. The 911 tapes have been released. Um, I don't I don't know if, if the listeners out there have heard them, if, if folks have heard them out there. Um, there's a lot going on with this story, but I really, I personally believe that it's very simple. I think we had a guy who, uh, who probably cared about his neighborhood, um, who wanted to see uh, justice come to him and his neighbors, you know, his family, his neighbor's family, and et cetera, who didn't want to see uh, people stealing their things, breaking in their homes, who didn't want to have an unsafe neighborhood. But I, ha- I think you have a guy who took that and uh, who, who was who was uh, 
from what I understand, he was he actually helped solve a few cases before. So I think he he took that and lost his godforsaken mind and uh, started walking around with a gun and, and probably just went too far. I think it just went to his head, basically, Chaplin. I think this guy, uh-huh. I think the whole premise of security, the whole premise of the law went to his head and he took it upon his own hands. But this guy murdered, in, in, in my own words, this guy murdered a 17-year-old boy who had a small bag of Skittles and a can of tea when he was found dead. Um, here's a small... I, 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 mm-hmm. Go ahead, Pudge. Okay. Here's a small uh, uh, reading, if you will, of what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, in the 911 tapes released, you can hear um, young Trayvon Martin screaming in pain at 155 and the gunshot that killed him at 240 uh the 20-year-old so so which which tells me that there was a scuffle of some sort um the 28-year-old Mr. Zimmerman who claims he was acting in self-defense has yet to be arrested by this crime has mm. not even been arrested mm. what are your thoughts on well, this well um I um I'm part of what's called like a clergy council in New York City and there's a lot of clergy clergy that are cooperating with police so that they can be like a a liaison between the the people of the community and the police. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons that they have auxiliary police and people like ourselves which are clergy that are putting themselves out there is for us to have eyes and ears and let the policing be done by the police. See, one of the things that could have protected that young boy and uh, the Mr. Zimmerman himself is to say, I see some what I believe might be um, illegal activity. I, I don't know what the circumstances are, so I can't speak to that. But in no terms are we ever to pick up a gun unless we are threatened with a knife or a gun to ourselves. So um, when you're in that situation as a neighborhood watch, you're only supposed to be the eyes and the ears for the police, and you're supposed to call in to the police if you see something illegal and then extricate yourself because when you take the law into your own hands, you can have tragic results like what happened to this young boy. You know, I, I just, for the life of me, I just don't understand. <clears throat> I mean, I, I've seen neighborhood watches before. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've seen the signs. I know people who've done neighborhood watches before. I, I understand what goes on. I'm not illiterate to this. And and you're absolutely right. Um, things of that nature could, could protect both parties, by the way. I, I forgot to commend you on that. But um, I've seen people and talked to people in neighborhood watches before. I don't understand why this man got in a scuffle, this grown man, 28 years old, why he got in a scuffle with this 17-year-old kid, um, why he even approached the man, the kid with a gun. He did not see the boy committing a crime. The police told him to follow him. I don't understand what made him shoot that boy. Did he try to apprehend him by hand and couldn't handle himself and then pulled his gun out? Or what? You know, there's a lot of questions to this story, but ultimately here what what's going on is you have a 17-year-old kid, a good kid, by the way, and, and you have a 17-year-old kid, somebody's baby, somebody's child that is gone from this earth because somebody took the law into their own hands. And if you look at that in any other case in America, it would be an open-shut case. 
they would be arrested and that they would have to prove their innocence in this case when you kill somebody in cold blood. This boy was killed in cold blood, mm. man with a gun, with no chance of defending himself whatsoever. Well, I, I believe if those are the circumstances, then justice has to prevail. And uh, there also should be oversight to make sure that, that everything that is happening with the investigation, that there's clear police work that's being done and that um, that justice is followed, that all the evidence gets bagged the right way, that they um, they take, um, uh, what is it, witness, um, witness um, testimony, and that there would be justice if that is exactly what happens. So, um, like I said, I don't know the particulars. I'm just um, apprised of it a little earlier. Yeah. But when you take a life, you have to be responsible for the life that you take. So whether it was accidentally, whether it was on purpose, because there's too much power, sometimes corrupts people absolutely, mm-hmm. you don't know. But like I said, I don't know the man, but I know that, when you um, do not let the law and the police take care of what they need to do, then if you're not trained specifically, I don't believe you should be uh, wielding a gun. This is touchy for me as a father of what I feel like are, are terrific, wonderful, well-raised yeah. kids. You understand what I'm going? They are children. Mm-hmm. Don't get, it, don't get me wrong. They are children, but they're well-raised kids. So from this perspective, I look at this story, right, and and I wonder, you know, is it safe to send my kid to the store at, at 17 years old? Now, I'm not talking about a 10 or 12-year-old even. I'm not talking about a 10 or 9, you know, but at 17 years old, I think I would feel safe letting my child go to the store at seven or eight eight p.m., I don't see a problem with that. You know what I mean? And and you don't in your own neighborhood. You just you that's where you feel like your kids are safe. So you just don't see someone murdering your child in your neighborhood in a gated community. By the way, in your own neighborhood at at you know seven eight nine p.m. I just for the life of me, I, I cannot understand what in the world is going on. What are people thinking in this world? And, and mainly, I don't understand why the man's not in jail. Well, something um, something should be done in terms of at least the questioning and, and gathering evidence. And I, I believe that as the family prays, as they're healing, as they're doing what, um, you know, the Lord um, gets, um, them to do as they contact their congressman uh, or woman, as they uh, contact the people that are supposed to represent them, that I pray with them that justice will be served. Well, you know, I got to go to commercial, and I, and I want to thank you for coming on too, um, Chaplain. God bless we, you. I definitely appreciate you coming on and holding this down and representing the Frederick Douglass Foundation. I'm going to get a couple more callers in here. Um, yes, God bless sir. you. Thanks for coming on. I hope you call in next week. We got we got a, uh, an amazing author that's coming on with us next week, and uh, you would definitely enjoy this story. But bring your tissues. I'll be there. God bless. God bless you All too. Right. Thank Take you. Take care, my brother. All right. Okay. Bye bye. <sighs> KRP Radio Show six one nine six three eight 
8559 is the number. I got to go to a commercial like really, really, really quick. We'll be back in two minutes. Um, you know, George Zimmerman, folks, I, you know, is he guilty? Is he innocent? Why isn't he in jail? Somebody let me know. I want somebody to call in here and tell me why this man is not in jail because I can't figure it out. I don't know what's going on. Is it a law that I'm missing because I just don't know why the man's not in jail? I just can't see it. I don't understand it. I don't know what's I, – I don't know. I'm, I'm totally lost on it. Hit me up, 619-638-8559 is the number. You rocking with the number one black conservative show, Southeastern United States, baby, the KIRP radio show. Thousand North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. You know who it is without a doubt and hesitation. If money talks, I got my masters in communication. But I don't run it, I run it for a hundred. Ever since I wasn't young and been hungry, it's Paul Bunyan. Bunyan been so fixed to plumbing. I'm a beast in the game, you run it. And if this ain't what you call hip hop, it must be bungee jumping. East side on my arm. Three stripes on my sneakers, and even if they slip us, they better be Adidas. Are you a high school senior in a public high school in Durham County, North Carolina or Orange County, North Carolina and you're headed to a historically black college or university? Or are you a high school senior in Iredell County, North Carolina and you're headed to Catawba Community College? If you meet any of these three qualifications, go to emmascholarship.org. Find out how you can get your free money for college today. E-M-M-A scholarship.org could switching to Geico really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry wee, wee, wee all the way home? Wee! Wee, wee, wee! Wee! 
your home. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mrs. A. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Do you have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number, 336-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season. the KIRP radio show, WMMG, home of the KIRP radio show, the number one black conservative show, Southeastern United States, baby, with over 270 plus thousand listeners out there and over 2 million contributors out there. We definitely appreciate you guys rocking with us and holding us down on the KIRP radio show. Tonight is a heck of a topic. We're definitely going to do a part two uh, sometime or another because we have a couple attorneys that's going to come on and share their thoughts with us. Couldn't be here tonight, and that's by my own fault. It's in two, several states this past few days, so it is what it is. Didn't get a chance to get um, to those folks or confirm with those folks. So uh, if you got a comment, we're talking about Zimmerman, uh, George Zimmerman, the man who gunned down in cold blood a 17-year-old boy in his own neighborhood, the neighborhood watch vigilante, I call him. We're also talking about the judicial system. Are you guilty until proven innocent or are you innocent until proven guilty, which the law states today? I don't believe the hype. Also, we're talking about religion going forth in, in America, and I think we got enough for that for tonight, but I would love to feel to hear uh, what you guys have to say about it. Um, so, you know, let it rip. Let us know how you feel. 619-638-8559 is the number. Also, you can hit us up on Facebook and on Twitter, on the Hip Hop Conservative blog, and on the website and by email. K- at symbol K-I-R-P Radio Show is the uh, Twitter sign. At symbol NC Pudgy is me on Twitter, by the way. If you got a comment and you want to email it, it's K-I-R-P Radio at gmail.com. We also on iTunes, folks. Google the name. Listen, look us up. We got a call out of the 405 that we're going to go immediately to. Been holding with us for quite a little while here. And we also have one, two, seven more calls that we're going to get in here in just a few. Um, 405, you rocking with us on the KRP radio show. You're the only 405 caller. This is Pudgy. What's up? 
What's going on, brother Pudgy? How you doing? I'm doing good, my brother. How are you? Uh, I can't I have no complaints. No Not complaints. It's a plus. <laughs> You're right. This whole Zimmerman with Trey saying they went down in Florida. What in the and, world? Yeah, that's exactly when I when I got a wind of it. You know, uh, it made me really think about what goes on where I'm from here in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the the Floyd neighborhoods, of course, are gated here. A lot of them in the suburbs, and uh, the, as far as numbers go, as far as the black, black population goes, not many of us live in those gated communities. Now, we have nice neighborhoods here, of course, but we don't put gates around there like our counterparts do. Well, <laughs> the, uh, the thing that I want to say is, is this guy was very, you know, evidently he was very effective in the past, it, you know, fighting crime in his, uh, in his, in his community. Batman. Yet at the same time. Yeah, 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 exactly. But have you ever the word that I haven't heard used to describe this guy is overzealous, you know, mm. and and that's exactly what he he was was overzealous, and how this man is walking around and uh, and he's living enjoying his life while this young man's father and stepmother and his mother yeah. are mourning the loss of their seventeen year old son, you know, it's catastrophic to me to even have to even imagine that. You know, as a father myself of a teenage son who looks like an adult, who's still right. really a kid. That's right. You know, this this this, this is one in a in a I guess an okay neighborhood. You know, he walks to the store. You know, watching from going from watching the NBA game. This is my thing, man. In a situation like this, you know, when a fire when the forest catches on fire, when they send the the people in to fight the fire, what do they do? They fight fire with fire, right? Yeah, I think I think I think I'm, I'm sorry, and I'm not trying to cause a riot or incite anything, but I think us as black people we're very laxadacious. You know, we've gone through the whole thing in the '50s and the '60s. Might as well just say on to the '70s and '80s with this "we shall overcome." That ain't working for us. This man needs to be delivered up. He really does. Mm. I mean, I, I believe in fighting fire with fire after a while. Yeah, everybody wants peace. But for sometimes to get peace, you have to go at it. You know, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just glad that it, 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 that it's not anybody that I know or myself because I don't think I can hold my peace. You know, this was clearly uh, profiling. It was, it was, it was. I mean, what more, what more do you do? You have to hear. You don't have to hear the whole complete story before you, you've already formed an opinion, and your opinion is right. It was he profiled this young man. It was yeah, said that uh, it, it it was said that here's here's my thoughts on that too. And I and I thought um, diving head first in, I just knew it was profiling. You know what I mean? And I and I still can't say it, it it's not. Um, but here's 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 more information on it though. Um, this was a, a Spanish American. Uh, half black guy from what I understand. Okay. Um I don't know if it was I don't know if he was profiling them being black. I don't know if he was profiling them being from out of the neighborhood, his clothes. I mean there's there's so many different scenarios that, that it could have been. But that changes the complexity of the story, doesn't it? How does it change the complexity of the story? It could be a brother. You know, who hates who who hates us more than they hates us? I don't feel profiling is profiling, no matter who's doing it. There's a perpetrator, and there's somebody. There's a victim. I think the man went too damn far. 
Period. Well, we know it went too far. I don't. I don't know. I don't know, like, I don't know like if I it was said, profiling or not. Yeah, but I, I mean, the, I'm gonna say this. You know, I don't know. If, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I you know. I, I said I wasn't gonna get on here and even go off like this, but man, I can't hardly even help myself tonight. Man, that's a that's just the case of calling in the lynch mob. Really, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, this man, he took a 17 year old boy's life, man. That was there visiting his father. And with his father, I guess, worked hard to get it to establish himself in this community. Mm-hmm. And his son was murdered, you know, at a time that everything's supposed to be peaceful and joyous. And you can enjoy some of the fruits of your labor. Your son, he comes and visits mm-hmm. you. And evidently, he, the boy was a, a product of a broken home. So I'm sure he had that his father and mother both had to deal with it. The people in the, the boy's life had to deal with those issues. Mm-hmm. And then for the boy to be killed like that? Come on, man, for real. And, you know, you know, we try to say things on profiling. Come on, man. We cannot try to push this racism thing under the carpet, man. This is the most racist place. You and I are both well-traveled, and we know that this is the most racist place that there ever has been. Man, you know what? America, I don't – see, see, you know what? I, 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 it's so many sides to me, right? There's so many sides to me, man. And, and I want right. to say that – because of who the guy was, I want to say that nah, this wasn't this wasn't profiling. But reading into the comments, um, more into the story, of, you know, from from other neighbors and other witnesses saying that you know he always spoke about you know what they're gonna do and the blacks doing this coming in this neighborhood and this and that. Even if he was a half black guy, and I know black people profile black people too. So to me, this is a case of that. Check it out. If you, if, you know, it, I'm going to tell you something, man. Coming from a family, you can get on my page, you know, Original Techniques, mm-hmm. Facebook. You look at my family, you know. Some of us, I have a sister that looks very Caucasian. Mm-hmm. But we have the same mother and same father, and she's black as I am. People, that's the first thing. Me being a large man, how do you think I'm treated when I go in places when it's just me being a black man? I'm a big black man. So they're already intimidated. Mm-hmm. People, people. I'm gonna tell you something. I have to tell people all the time. Listen to what I'm saying. Stop looking at me and listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. Mm. You know, simply because they're trying to get over the fact that I've walked into an establishment or just by my appearance or whatever. Yeah, it happens all the time. You know, and I know that you have a multicultural listeners. But and I'm not trying to come off as this, you know, militant type guy, or whatever tonight tonight on the show because this is, this is a very very sensitive matter. It, it truly it is. is absolutely. And I know it's that, taking I know a lot out of me. It's felt everywhere. <clears throat> it's felt everywhere. Yeah, yeah. We we've gotten nowhere. We we really haven't. We've gotten nowhere, Pudgy. But is that the real? I, listen, I don't I don't disagree with truth. that. I, I don't disagree with that at all. And and to me, right. that's a whole other topic for a whole other subject. I don't think that applies right. right now, right here with this. Now, profiling is profiling, whether it's black profiling black, white profiling white, or whatever, poor and rich, whatever the hell you want to call it. The bigger issue right. is this nutcase killed a damn baby, a 17-year-old well, child. For, for whatever the reason, and his ass is not, hold on for a second, and his ass is not yeah. locked up. So this man is not in jail. Meanwhile, they take a lot of us to jail for tickets, for speeding tickets, for checks. This man killed a young boy in cold blood, and he's not in jail. So the bigger issue is why the hell isn't his ass locked up? And I'm an advocate for guns. 
So I want to know why this man isn't locked up. I don't care about the profiling part in this because the rules don't apply the same, apparently. The bigger issue is why the hell isn't this maniac locked up to kill this damn baby? So you're telling me I got to feel a certain way about sending my damn kids to the store because my neighbor might kill them? Right. And, and then get off for it? Right. How the hell isn't this guy in jail? Why isn't this guy locked up? So the rules of, so the rules of the judicial system don't fucking apply to me, pardon my language. It don't apply yeah, to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't understand, man. I don't understand what's going on when you get people locked up for speeding tickets for 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 all these minor crimes, but meanwhile you got this guy who takes a damn gun, kills a man, kills a boy, and he's not in jail behind of it. Why isn't this man in jail? Somebody, anybody tell me why the hell this what man is locked what up. Jail, what jail, what jail, why does he have to be in the jail that's designed with, with this system? Some things that have to work with that. Man, we get, you know, we've been told that we need to work within the system. It's not working for us. But why are there so many of us locked up? Why Why are we so disenfranchised right now here still in America? There's a reason behind all this. You know, we can talk about socioeconomics. The, the way the boy was, I, thought, I was even, I even read somewhere the way he was dressed. So if he was dressed differently. If he had been a white kid, okay, so this guy was Spanish and black, okay? So this had been a white kid in some Abercrombie and Fitch, and Fitch walking to the street, I mean, walking back from the store, would he have shot him then? Come on, man. For real? You know? And just by the notion of him being, you know, just by him being Spanish and black, I wonder what he looks like physically. All these things are, we you know, me being a black man, I know all these things play into that. See? I'm, I'm not going to play with this thing. And that's what people. That's what that's what the media will try to do, or people will try to steer you like this. A lot of this is by appearance. It is it's a lot. That's how things. That's the first thing you do is you see a person, unless you see, you wonder. You know, and when you look at a person, we all do. We all judge a person what by their appearance a lot of the time. And sometimes you're wrong. And in this case, he was dead wrong. And he murdered that boy. I don't know, man. It's, so take, it's taking a lot out of me. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. And justice is supposed to come swift. You don't. I don't believe in letting the man sit up on death row for twelve or thirteen years with all those stays or whatever, because you're not dealing with that same person or the same spirit. So this this is something that needs that should be taken care of. He took a life. When you take a life, what do you think needs to come after that? Especially an innocent life. And it was a, and it, and, it, and it evidently it was a mistake. I don't think he. I, don't, I really don't think the. I think he thought that boy was probably going to be something. Though I don't know. Either way, but he was wrong. You know, and he was overzealous. The 911 call, he called 911. They told him to wait for backup, wait for police to come there. That's why I said in the beginning of the call, this dude is too overzealous. So he went around, he went over the bounds of the law, actually, in my opinion. And like you said, why is he in jail? If he went up, and evidently the DA there, you know, don't didn't care enough about a young black boy's blood spilling in their community. That's what I'm saying. So now, what do you do in a situation like that? Who do you call in? You know, man, we should. Everybody should. We should walk to Florida in that neighborhood, man, and demand that man and and deliver that man up. You ain't lying. You ain't I mean, lying. You Listen, enough, I don't even I'm believe serious. in. I don't even personally believe in death row, man. I, I don't even personally believe in that. Personally, for me. That don't always that doesn't always work for me. To me, I think that's too damn easy for a lot of people. Um, 
You know, it is what it is. That's just me. That's just what I personally believe. But what what I'm saying is, if this is the law of the land that we that we have to abide by, right? That we have to go by, that we have to listen to, that we have to deal with, that we pay into. Why isn't it doing its job in this case? And yeah, under the circumstances, because the, 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 the laws are not written to actually protect us. Bottom line, I work. I've worked within the legal, legal system for years, so I see. It, I've seen it firsthand, day by day, minute by minute. The laws are not designed to protect us. Period. Hey, let's to this, let's just to this clip. John. John just queued up a clip from the. Uh, Okay, from the, from the shooting. I haven't heard it. He just queued it up. Let, let's listen to this real quick because I have heard yeah. it. Police have released audio 911 tapes in the shooting death of Trayvon Martin, the unarmed teenager allegedly killed by a neighborhood watch captain while walking home from a store. In a chilling recordings, made the night of February 26th, listeners can hear the frightened voices of neighbors calling to report screams for help, gunshots, and then that someone was dead. In perhaps the most disturbing of the recordings, a frightened voice cries out for help and pleading, No. No. And then wailing. And for the first time, we hear the voice of George Zimmerman, the neighborhood watch captain who admitted to police that he shot Martin, who was walking home from a convenience store to his father's home in the gated community. Zimmerman has not been arrested or charged in the shooting. To listen to the 911 tapes, click on the link in the description. Okay, I, I don't know that. That was just more information. I I don't know what that was, but that was just that wasn't telling us anything that we didn't know. Um, but from what I understand, the nine one one tapes are are have been released. Um, I haven't yet heard them. I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna take excuse me I'm gonna take the time tonight and try to listen to them and and, and just to see further. But I, man, listen, I don't I don't need a nine one one tape to understand that this man is guilty. You, you know what I mean? I, I don't need anything yeah. to understand that this man was wrong. From what I understand according to his testimony, is that he provoked it. According to 911 transcripts that I did read, he provoked it. He followed this kid. He followed this kid who was minding his own business, man. And he killed this kid. Yeah, he did. He, no, he didn't kill him. He murdered him. He, he murdered that kid. Yeah. Straight murder. And see, this is one thing. You know, what's the guy's name in New York that was shot? Oscar. I can't recall Oscar's last name. You know, the the police department. They're right. What, what, I'm gonna tell you what. I've even been assaulted before a couple of years ago in, in a so-called uh, a higher echelon community that my children live in by the police officers. Mm-hmm. But I know what it is. You know what they do to you after this over? They do an internal investigation, which doesn't really do. They don't really go into with the fine fibers of what they should. And the guys. Guys may be put on a little bit of temporary administrative leave, and sometimes they're not the police officers involved. And what happens is the police uh, captain ends up writing you a semi-formal apology letter. That's all that happens. And if you go further with it, you go ahead and get taken to district court. You can sue them and get you a lawsuit out of it, that kind of stuff. You know, I'm a law-abiding citizen, and I've had a few run-ins with the police. And I know I come from a family in law enforcement also, so I know how I'm supposed to conduct my stuff, you know. You know, I'm not going to get on the side. I'm, I, why would I argue? And I'll tell everybody that's listening tonight, do not argue with the police on the side of the road. It is not a tough man contest. You know, no, it's not. Set, your egos, set your egos to the side. Try to remember everything that you can and jot down things. If you have cell phones, 
record the conversations. If you're pulled over, call one of your loved ones and let them know that you've been pulled over and give them the demographics of where you're at and what's going on. And be and if your children are getting tickets, that's the one thing about black folks that are bad. A lot of times they're not paying their fines. Don't let your, your fines turn into warrants. You know, if you get a ticket, let somebody know you got a ticket. That's going to help you. That's probably going to be a little bit more responsible. Make your court date if you go to get a ticket. They can give you a lot of times these, these courts, they'll work with you as far as paying your fines out. But make, go to court. Don't let yourself turn into warrants. Do, do you think, do you think people are do, – do you think according to the law for, for which it stands today – do you think people are guilty before proven innocent? Of course I do. Yeah, you, yeah, I, I know they are. Like I told you, I've worked in the legal system for a while, and they are. And I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Being around attorneys all the time and judges and whatnot, listen, your court case is not decided in the courtroom. Not it's at all. Decided over a, it's <clears throat> decided over a barbecue dinner at a restaurant or a hamburger joint. They pull out all the information, and best believe, Money comes into play. They want to know what type of family you, the judge wants to know what type of family you came from, whether or not that you that this case is going to cause some type of ruckus or whatever. Oh yeah, it's not deciding the courtroom. The courtroom is just a formality. And I'm going to also tell you something else about paperwork. There are always discrepancies in every case that there is. And if you've got a good enough attorney and he's paid enough, he can get you out on a discrepancy. Period. And no. And you, if you dealt with attorneys, with attorneys, all attorneys are not created equal. Hire the judge's friend when you have a problem. Hire the guy that plays golf with the judge. <laughs> Period. You know, the, you know, this is this is sad because from from where I sit, and um, you know, man, I try to be neutral in all things, but from where I sit as a father, I can't help but to be a little bit biased and pissed off. Number one, um, it's sad that this family is not going to get justice at all in in any and kind not, of way. It, 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 what, any kind of, the only justice they could that they could get is to bring their son back, and you can't bring that man's son back to him. No, you know, no, not and at all. So I think okay, so this is okay. We 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 we've gone over this, and I've been on the phone with you for a while. What do we do from here? Like I said, there needs to be some type of coalition formed. When something like this happens, that a group of people go to that prospective city and demand justice immediately. Wow. This is going to be the only way. This checks and balances, man. This is the only way. That's um but if you if you look at it that way, that's that's a little bit of Sharia law. <laughs> Is it not? I said if you if you look at it if you look at it that way that that's a that's a page from Sharia law though. We can't yeah. for God's sakes we can't invoke that into our uh, uh, republic. Hmm. Then then we then we, then we we truly don't have a republic of that's, that really consists of justice, right? There's a thought. I mean, I'm saying if, if I if I go to Hollywood and I rob a bank. The police are going to chase me down relentlessly until I'm I'm in the street dead. Yeah, think about, about it. it. No, no, I don't have to think about no. that. That's about it. So, I mean, I mean, I mean we're talking about crimes. Yeah, we're talking about crimes here. A crime, a crime we know was committed, and there, and evidently the authorities in this area are saying that it wasn't a crime. 
or it wasn't a crime that needs this warranted this man being to be held. He's still out walking free. Never arrested. Come on. Like I said, we can keep on laying back if we want to. Man. And and all and you know what? And this blood will be getting keep on getting spilled. Like there's your solution right there. I man, I, I don't have a lot to say. I, I just I'm just I'm just spent on this because you know, you you make a good point, man. There's some stuff that I don't agree with, but you make one valid point, and that one valid point among many, but that one valid point, if nobody else is listening to anything else you said, that one valid point is where do we go from here? What do we do when this happens again and again and again and again? Because just not long ago, I spoke about a video that I saw of a man out in Washington, I think it was Washington State. It was a white guy, walked in the restaurant, was pissed off, had a jack in his hand, looked like a broom handle or something. He walked in the restaurant, came out. There was ten, eight, there was there was four to eight cops around him, okay? I don't know how many. At least four with the police dog, with the canine. Oh. The guy took a swing at one of the cops. He missed him. He walked over, took a swing at another cop. He got shot ten times. He got shot down ten times. You know, you know, you know, you know what stop you? You know what would stop this right now? Where's Obama at right now? Where's he at? He wants. He, he's doing. You know what he's doing? He's doing a. Uh, mm. Whoo! Caught myself. He's doing an NCAA <laughs> bracket. Okay. That's where he is. He's doing a basketball bracket. Okay. That's where he is. He's not going to speak on issues like this. Okay, well, you know what? He he needs to be made to speak on issues like this. He does. He needs to be forced to address this issue. He needs the media up his butt right now. He needs it seems like shit, man. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, ultimately, let me, let me say this, man. Ultimately, here, here's what I think. Ultimately, this is just, and, and this is my point, by the way, of, of picking these three topics. No God, okay, no justice, and no peace either. It seems like to me is that while we're sitting back playing video games, while we're sitting back sports all day, every day, sports, you know, you know, the sports center is around the clock by now, okay? Same, same. I'm not even going to go there with, with, with all that, all the mind controls. I'm not even going to go there because people will call me <laughs> right, and, yeah, and I don't even yeah. care, but I know what's up. So, while we're sitting back and 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 it's sports all day, and it's sex sex uh sex and 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 promiscuous uh, uh reality TV all day, and and it's no God. Everything is anti God. Everything is anti morality. You know, you feel me? Everything is anti peace right now. People are killing us. They're killing our kids. They're killing our 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 grandparents. They're killing us. And we're letting it happen legislatively, through the justice system, and economically. We are, we don't stand a man. We are being attacked on all cylinders, and nobody's paying attention. Well, you know it's what? That's why everybody's because you know why? Because everybody's comfortable to a certain level. Once you become comfortable, or even accustomed, or acclimated to something. It's, your tolerance level starts to get higher. Then that's what it is. We tolerate too much BS, man. 
We need to. I mean, we need to have a no tolerance for any of this, even with our own children. You know, we got. We. I mean, that's the only way that we're going to make this pudgy is if we have to have more discipline. That's it as a people, and that we don't sit back and we just lay down. How How is it that you can just? How is it that this can go on right now in 2012? With all these so-called black leaders that we have, and all these so-called prolific people, successful people, and something like this happens in Florida, come on, man, we're not we're we're not resourceful enough to take care of this little thing. We're not. On, Apparently, man. we're not. Apparently, you know what? We can handle we can handle anything that has something to do with money, but we can't have to handle something that has to do with morality. Right. And, no, and nobody that's, that has money, we've talked about this before, no one that has money is going to stand up against this thing. You're not going to get an NBA player or an NFL player or, you know, or a movie star right now to say anything. <laughs> like, you know. Woo, listen, man, I, I got two minutes in the show. I got to close out the show. And, and I'm going to leave on this one thought, brother. Um, Everybody and their mother on Facebook we're talking about Coney. <laughs> Coney, Coney, Coney. I'm not heartless. Don't get me wrong. But they're talking about Coney and the celebrities, and they're talking about these kids and how he's taking these kids and their soldiers and blah, blah, blah. In the meanwhile, in the meanwhile, and, and I don't support any premise of being gay. Don't get it twisted, folks. Okay? The homosexual activity. I don't support any of that. But in the meanwhile, we're dressing our boys up in tighter clothes, and it's okay because that's just what he likes to wear. We're letting our girls engage in all this girl-on-girl, huggy, kissy, too personal, less personal space activity, and our kids in America are dying. No, not only that, you're taking her down and getting a Norplant for are you getting a, a shot for her so that she doesn't get a particular disease, you know, just in case? Yeah. Yeah. This is where we're at right now. This is where we are, folks, and, and this is what we have to deal with. We're going to do a part two to this. Um, next week we got an author coming on, uh, Ellert Thomas. This guy, this is a brilliant guy, man. He's got quite a story that has to do with a lot that we talked about tonight. Original, shout out to you, brother. I appreciate you calling in and, you know, whether we agree or not, man, we're in the same fight. <laughs> coalition, y'all, coalition. There it is, man. Be blessed. Thanks for listening to the KIRP Radio Show, everybody. Appreciate you guys rocking with us. Hit us up next week, man. We got author Ella Thomas coming on next week with us. He's going to sit in and tell us about his book, and he's going to sit in with us, and we're going to talk about a few things and talk about him bringing a show called The L Experience to the Radio Ways. You're listening to Pudgy. I appreciate you guys for rocking with us. We are out of here. For real, Pudgy makes you feel good. Pudgy makes you feel fine. This fight is someone you've never seen before this time. Never underestimate another.
Yeah. 